Welcome back to Left Anchor. I'm Alexi the Greek. And I'm Ryan Cooper. Just the two of us again, this time, doing doing some current events podcasting, but there's some hot and sizzling news items fresh off the take presses. <laughs> uh, and we're going to help you uh, digest them. I'm going to mix my metaphors. You're going to digest the press. I don't know. It's, yeah, that's right. Eat your news. Eat your news, baby. Ta- take your fish wrap and literally eat it. It's good fiber. Um, yeah, but the big the so the the big news today is a recording this Tuesday, October twenty fifth is um, Pramila Jayapal uh, just absolutely face planted uh, over Ukraine. So I think it was yesterday they came out with this letter. Which, they being what thirty House uh, signers, like six signatories from the yeah, House uh, from like the De- Democratic thirty caucus. members of the Congressional Progressive Caucus, which is not even a majority of the caucus, I don't think. Um, they said that a a statement that was like Biden needs to push for a diplomatic solution to basically the war, and if you read it closely, like it was pretty vague, but. It didn't actually have any sort of substantive disagreements with Biden's approach, basically on anything. Right. It did, it didn't want to pull any aid, or it didn't want to pull uh, the arms. Uh, so it's kind of symbolic, or just like rah rah diplomacy, like yay diplomacy, <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah. And it, apparently, it was uh, actually written several months ago, something like that. Yeah, written several months ago. Jayapal put out a statement saying that staff released it uh, after editing, and reporters have said that's not true. She was personally involved with it uh, being um, edited and then subsequently walked back. Uh, and now, um, actually, before before we get to the, the current thing, um, there was a big bunch of reporting that was like, oh, this is a big split. Washington Post had a story. Politico had a story. Oh, big split within the Democrats. There's a, you know, the liberals, the progressives are pushing him to try to do something. And that prompted Jayapal to issue clarifications being basically like standing completely behind Biden saying like, we're not actually, you know, disagreeing with him on anything substantive. Um, and now today it's been withdrawn completely. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and what's funny is before you had that withdrawal, you had like uh, Glenn Greenwald and 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 some others who uh, you know love to kind of uh, piss all over the the Biden administration's approach to this, saying, "Ah, oh, finally, finally, someone is saying what needs to be said here." Yeah, and that you know is the that is the operative. Uh, I think the 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 reason why it went over like a lead balloon, it was the faction of the 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 Greenwald, you know, the sort of like tanky for lack of a better word or the uh pro-putin conservatives you know greenwald is sort of like uh in between those two somewhere uh you know they basically want russia to win it's like russia had manly recruitment ads and so it's not supposed to be able to stomp all over you know the the sissy ukrainian military led by a jew you know like like their whole sort of worldview is being trashed here um, but you also, you know, you had a faction of, of kind of like lefty people who I would say generously are kind of confused about this, blame the United States for the, the whole affair, 
you know, we, we've we've gone into this before. You know, you could talk about NATO being sort of implicated in the escalation of tensions, but I think it is just totally mistaken to blame NATO for Putin making the decision to invade Ukraine. He is saying openly that it's it's he views that Ukraine is a, a fake country. He compares himself to Peter the Great. There's a long, long story tradition of Russian, you know, wars of imperial conquest, um, you know, so uh, that. Right. And, and that's the causal dispute about what caused it. Right. And, right. and then there's also a corresponding uh, argument, to be fair to, to some leftists who, um, you know, seem to call for the end of U.S. involvement, a kind of. Uh, argument that says whoever started it or whatever your history is, um, it's just bad writ large for the war machine, the imperial war machine of the United States to, um, to be funded and to be supported and to be involved in other uh, countries. And also just generally, uh, it seems bad to have a proxy war and, and, you know, any, a number of variations on, on this theme that, um, even if you say that the Ukrainians are, uh, legitimately, uh, you know, self-determining and they are the victims and they, and so forth, so on and so forth. Um, although these people tend to also mix in some kind of like Ukrainians are Nazis and there's a lot of Nazis. So, uh, yeah. but even, even insofar as they admit that this is kind of a war of aggression by, uh, you know, a state actor that is in the wrong and therefore Ukrainians are the aggrieved party. Still, we should not, uh, support the war machine and still it only makes things worse to, uh, ratchet up the conflict, uh, and so on and so forth to drag it out, which that is the, the most telling thing to drag it out right you're 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 kind of prolonging the conflict which is another way of saying you're not letting russia just stampede and decimate right the entire country of ukraine and their people yeah um yeah and this i think it, the, this is the the distinction in the discourse that and the and the sort of developments in the war over the last four months that jayapal apparently just totally failed to appreciate it's like basically you could do one of two things uh, as america you know, like we are more or less single handedly funding a total war effort, like a total mobilization, rather, not total war um, on the part of Ukraine. And, you know, if if you could even criticize it for not being su uh, sufficient enough on the economic front, because Ukraine is having to resort to like basically inflationary money printing to finance this thing. Um and so you could say, all right, war bad, war is a pain in the neck, it's it's causing all kinds of disruptions. Uh, we can use our leverage as being the sort of major backer by far of the Ukrainian war effort to just say, like, look, take let Putin have something. Let's come to the negotiation table. We're gonna force you to accept concessions. And if you don't, we're gonna cut off your supply of of money and weapons. Um, and that is a, that is a coherent argument. That is like, that is a type of shit that, that has happened, uh, you know, throughout history. This is classic government behavior. It's very imperialist. In fact, uh, you know, you're basically, you have a client state and you're just going to be like, I'm sick of this crap. My interests matter more than yours. And I'm going to force you to just like take, you know, just be like horribly bloodied, um, be, because I'm, I'm bored. I have other fish to fry, whatever. That's a brutal argument though. That's the end of the preview folks. 
As usual, we like to mention that this podcast is sponsored by the American Prospect Magazine. So if you want to listen to the whole thing, uh, you could subscribe at $5 a month. If you want that plus a free subscription to the website, uh, plus the opportunity for a steeply discounted print subscription, you can do that if you so wish at $10 a month. And uh, otherwise, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.